I feel like people use challenges to as a badge of honor. I I don't think that's the right way to go. Just being able to say you did it for 31 days or 21 days or however many days the challenge is, you got to know why you're doing it for it to be really worthy. In today's Creators Pod episode, we are going to talk about challenges. We're heading into the end of 2022 and beginning of 2023 right now at the time recording. And so uh, every creator's thoughts naturally turn to habits and building new practices in their creator journey. So we're going to talk about how various challenges we've done or those that we're planning to do are going to uh, affect us and improve our growth. Okay. Let's talk challenges. I'm the one of the group who hasn't really done any in terms of creator stuff. I'm very interested in everybody's experiences here. And I know that part of the reason that we know each other is because we kind of bonded during some of those challenges. So uh, who wants to go first? Dina, do you want to talk about your first creator challenge? Because that's kind of how we, uh, we all bonded into the catch 22 creators pod. I didn't realize that's how we did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good, but it, was, it really it was accelerated no, no, everything. No, you know, I, no, I just didn't realize that that was what was happening because I mm. was, you know, ear deep in vlogmas 2021, which is in December, you uh, create content every single day. Uh, some people may say go live. Others just, you know, drop something recorded. So that's how I started was I was doing recorded stuff. And then there was the peanut gallery over up there in Canada saying, why aren't you going live? Right. Because okay. I don't know who that. How do you go was, live but... with a cooking show? <laughs> how do you do that? Well, I figured it out. So, so yeah, it's, um, I had no idea what was happening in the rest of my life for that month. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So when you started Vlogmas, you weren't putting out regular content at that point, right? You were fairly n- new in that journey. Correct. Correct. There was very little on my on my um, my page at that point, and it filled up real quick. Okay. Um, and it was I and it was recorded content, and then you moved into the live stuff. And how did how did that all feel as you were going through it? There was just, it was, it was a lot. Um, (laughs) I I don't, I think it's easier for me to talk about what I, what I learned and reflect on it now than speak to what it was in the moment. Um, I feel like people use challenges to, as a badge of honor I I don't think that's the right way to go. Just being able to say you did it for 31 days or 21 days or however many days the challenge is, you got to know why you're doing it for it to be really worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it, and it could be if you, if your reason is I want to see if I can do it, great. Good for you. Go. But I, if I do another one, I want to be able to say I'm doing XYZ for my community. Or I need to work on X, Y, Z, and this is going to get me the reps. But I don't want to do it just for the, the, 
the, um, hey, look at me, look what I'm doing. It, it feels like the wrong reason to spend all that energy, um, your own energy, and then the people who watch you. I mean, that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. It's an investment on everyone's part. So that's me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Michelle, you were nodding your head a lot through that. Does that match up to your experience as well? Oh, absolutely. I, I definitely resonate with that because when I, the first Vlogmas I did was in 2020. Right. And I did nine episodes because I had the same, I had the same issue. When I did something, I didn't want to just do it for just doing it, you know, just to say, okay, we're out here, we're doing it. You know, everybody's doing it. You know, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be extremely strategic in that it had to lead back to something so that that content I could go back to and then repurpose it in some way, or it, it makes sense in my business plan that this information is here. Not to mention I'm a branding person. So I didn't want to have like rando stuff on my page just because, Oh, we're out here. We're doing this. Here's a picture of my dog. No, that no, <laughs> I mean, I, I see where that, you know, where you could do that and, and it's okay on like social media or whatever, but I'm, my whole focus is try to do B2B or, you know, B2C. And I wanted to make sure that I had like a, 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 a strategy going into it. I did the same thing the second year when I did it. And Basically, everything that I did led up to a course that I released in the second year. And so this year, once again, I have a, a different course, but the whole point of everything that I'm doing this year is related to said course. So, you know, I'm just thinking about the big picture. I'm thinking about what this would look like in the form of lead magnets, in the form of content to come in the future. It has to make sense. And I guess that's part of my crazy planning brain where I want everything that I do. It has to make sense. I can't just, just be out here in these streets looking crazy. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And that's one of the things I really like about how you approach challenges. And I've really learned that from you is that you're, you, you get your end goal in mind of whatever that course is or that, um, that destination for your community member. And then you work backwards. And that means to me that the challenge, as you said, has a ton of purpose and that sort of thing. Um, Rich, uh, you got nothing, uh, Graham. Rich, <laughs> I, I got nothing, Graham. <laughs> I think that's something on this. I started, we started our podcast, you might know this, in October of 2019. Mm -hmm. um, the Panini hit the fan in March. And then, so we were doing it over Zoom. And it was horrible, like, of course. Uh, then I discovered LSP and Ecamm, and then came Lita in August. And that's when I, so I did that, and that's into a private group. So, yes, it was a bunch of rando pictures of your dog, but that's okay because it was private, and it wasn't on my right. public-facing stuff. But I did that that challenge just to get good at it or just to get better at it. Um, then a little bit later came Blogmas, and I discovered Doc and the crew around Thanksgiving, and then jumped in December 1st with Vlogmas with Michelle and 
it was awesome. I made I made it to 25 days, I think, and then Christmas. And then, come on, people, you can't be doing this stuff over Christmas. And everybody else did, but I didn't. I had stuff to do. So, <laughs> and plus, in t- at the end of 2020, our business, we had lots of time because we didn't have a lot of work because, you know, the world kind of shut down and our world is advertising and promotions. So anyway, so I haven't done a challenge since then that I know of. I've been trying to think if I've done any others. I don't think I have. But basically what I, <laughs> well, what I was trying to do with the organized Lita and Vlogmas in 2020 was just to get better at making content, editing it, and putting it up. I wasn't trying to wear a badge. I was actually doing it for me. Now, there's other challenges I do that I still do, like getting up in the morning and writing three pages longhand, like Julia Cameron's Artist Way says to do. I don't do it every day, but I get up every day and I'll look at the spiral and I probably do it almost every day. But like Sundays, I'll take off the occasional day. I'll take off because I get up later or whatever. But there's other challenges I do like that that are still creative and they don't produce a product and nobody sees it. Nobody knows whether I'm doing it or not. I just do it for me. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much my own personal thing. But it's like you taking walks every day. You just want to take walks just because you know you need to. Whether yes. anybody sees you walking or not, you, you don't, that's not really the thing. You just do it. Yeah, that's a great so. point. And I, I really love that as another intended purpose. If and, and that's the skill building part that I tried to allude to clumsily in the intro is that sometimes just s- dedicating yourself to the practice of that skill is super rewarding. And and yeah, I think I think it really made a difference for you. It was really neat to see, you know, you sort of changing as you're going more consistent and the, I got nothing. I mean, you're an icon now for that. It's so funny because you know, Pelzer did the same thing about two weeks before me and nobody remembers his. It's yeah, pretty funny. That's Cause you're funny. That's well, anyway, <laughs> that's that, that day I did have nothing. That's pretty cool. So, so it worked out. Yeah. So speaking of skill gathering and, and epic challenges, Alec, we all know that you, set yourself one of the most epic of epic challenges. And I want to hear the story about, again, about why you decided to go 365 and what what was your intention and what do you think you achieved as you moved through that whole challenge? Well, I totally relate with um, what Rich has just said. And I've made uh, a couple of little notes about things to to mention in this episode. And one of them was habit forming. And I track my own habits anyway. Uh, so as part of my journaling, there's certain things like if I want to build a new habit, they don't just happen up by accident. You do have to sort of be conscious about it. And I see challenges as very much an extension of that. So all the challenges I've done have been very much a case of wanting to sort of bed in this new uh, habit into my workflow or you know, improve on a particular skill. And the 365 thing actually started as 100 days. So I wanted to post 100 videos in 100 days. And it wasn't actually 100. It wasn't actually one video every day necessarily. So some days I would fall a bit behind and, you know, post two the next day or something like that. So it was just a case of trying to hit that target within 100 days. And that came about because Doc saying, you know, don't bother looking at your stats until you've got 100 videos under your belt. And so that's why I just thought, right, well, let me just get those all done. But by the end of the 100 days, it had formed into a habit just by the very nature of me, you know, doing this thing of getting up every morning and pretty much most days, you know, making a video. Um, And so after the habit was formed, I thought, well, why sort of let the habit slip? (laughs) You know, when it seems to be working, it didn't seem that much sort of effort to actually be doing this. Uh, So then I just extended it to 365. Now, as it happened, uh, towards the, uh, the end of that, I did start falling further behind. I didn't quite make it. But the point for me is not necessarily to 
you know, hit the final target. It's a case of, you know, if without a shadow of a doubt, I wouldn't have put out as many videos if I didn't have that constant target that I was aiming towards. And so I didn't beat myself up over the fact that I only made 320 instead of 365 in the year or whatever it turned out to be, uh, because it still served its purpose. Um, in terms of other challenges, so that's like a personal challenge. And I think we set ourselves personal challenges all the time. Um, but another point about doing it was for the accountability. So, you know, if I'm there talking about it, you know, every weekly live stream would have a check-in to talk about, you know, how I was doing with it as well. So putting it out there in the open gave me that sort of accountability. Um, and I would say that, I, you know, I have not done Vlogmas this year, for example, uh, just because I've got plenty of things to work on that I don't need to be accountable about. I've got, you know, plenty to work on. But I also find that, you know, having you guys as my sort of accountability is a sort of replaced some of that to a certain extent, as I would say, as well. <clears throat> I also then did uh, Cedar, which was Create Every Day in April. And I also did uh, Leader last year. And those are sort of public ones, a bit like Vlogmas, where people can take part. But there's a difference there in those in that some of them are sort of structured and some of them are unstructured. So Vlogmas is pretty much do whatever you want, but just do it every day in December. Same with uh, Leader is the same. Sorry, uh, Cedar or Leader in, in April. Um, but what I was uh, surprised by actually was when I did Live Every Day in, in August last year. Um, and the reason I did that is because I wanted to actually be better at live streaming. And so I thought that this challenge was just about going live every day to improve your live streaming skills. What I didn't realize was it was actually a really structured process. And this is one thing I'll say is a real plus for uh, what Loria created with that was that it takes people from having, you know, maybe maybe even a fear of going live um, and takes them through a structured program of, uh, you know, challenges every day where she's telling you, you know, this is what to do this day and the next day and so on, uh, to the point where at the end you go from, you know, maybe going live for the first time on your mobile to then having a sort of produced show towards the end. So that was a really structured thing. And actually that probably caught me out because I wasn't anticipating all of the sort of group interaction that you have as part of that. Uh, whereas Vlogmas, you know, and things like that are, you know, you can pretty much do do whatever you want. And so it's down to you to do something like Michelle does where she comes up with a really creative thing that she's going to do to achieve some goal at the end of it. So yeah. that's been my experience of uh, of challenges and yeah, successful yeah. to varying extents. <laughs> you give yourself a hard time about not making the 365. I know that you didn't count a lot of the stuff you put up as videos. Like you put up five shorts in a day. Oh, I'm not going to count any of those. Those don't count. Oh yeah. It was, I bet it was you got way more than, videos, I bet you yeah, got yeah. way more than 365. Yeah, yeah, I did. But like I say, I, I don't give myself a hard time over it. I just set myself a thing of this is the parameters, and I didn't yeah. meet those parameters by the end of it. So I'm just matter of fact by it, matter of fact about it like that at the end. So, uh, I, like I say, I'm not disappointed or don't beat myself up <laughs> over it all. But look at where, it's, look at how far you've come, though. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the stats speak for themselves. Yeah, I mean, like I say, that's what, that's what I say. It did serve its purpose. <laughs> it served its purpose of getting me into the habit of doing this stuff and, uh, yeah, producing the content. So, one of the one of the questions that I it kind of comes to mind when I listen to y'all talk because you know there's sort of Michelle's very end goal in mind. She works backwards. It's all very purpose built to her business, her brand her community. And then you've got a lead a challenge where it's, you have no control. You're told exactly what you're, I mean, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, but you're given instructions as to 
take this challenge, take this on board and do this thing that you weren't thinking you were going to do live today. That's what you're doing live today. So you've got sort of those two extremes and the, the sort of rigors of that. And when I think about building habits, I'm very much a person that's realized that I can't build big habits, not all at once. I have to be, I have to get so granular that it's actually an insult to myself if I don't do it. So the walking, as Rich talked about, obviously not content creation, but for me, I decided my habit was I was going to walk 15 minutes every day because what jerk can't walk 15 minutes? I mean, come on, you literally seven and a half minutes one way, you turn around and then you're back and then you're done. And it was so lame and so achievable that my ego said, well, clearly I can do 20. I can do 30 minutes. I mean, come on, who can't do that? And, and I just kept by taking it so small, I was able to build the habit. And the problem that I have now is that when it's winter and I want to go for my hour long walk, which is the habit that I built, it's too freaking cold to go for an entire hour. I should only be going for 15 minutes, but that's an aside, but it, it kind of ties into, it seems like those big things are one of the reasons I've never felt like I could do uh, a creation oriented challenge like that because the habit is too big. What would you guys say about that? How, how, how do you feel about that nature, that, that challenge about challenges? I'd say it's quite funny coming from someone who's just finished 30 for 30. But, but I didn't do it very well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still, I wanted to do it, but. But you still took on, that is exactly the point though. You still took on the challenge and it probably pushed you to do more than perhaps you ordinarily would have if you hadn't been doing that. Yeah, so the challenge not, is not what, actually doing the 30 days. The challenge is doing the, the next day and the next day mm -hmm. and the day in little chunks. It's seven minutes at a time, not 30 minutes or an hour. When you started walking, you said, I'm going to build it to an hour. You, that's not what you did. You did a small thing. You did, oh, anybody can go seven and a half minutes and you did it. And you figured that was lame. So you bumped it up, but it's the same kind of thing. These daily challenges are not a goal of, I'm going to do all 30 days. I'm going to do tomorrow. It's just, it's like mm -hmm. alcoholics say one day at a time. It's the same kind of thing. One piece at a time, just a little, like, how do you eat all an elephant one bite at a time? It's the same way. You just start, you just start and you just do as much as you can. And I think that okay. on that vein as well, like if you do sort of miss a day, then not to, um, sort of beat yourself up about it. It is just a case of having this thing that you're doing. But then I think some people, uh, they'll do, you know, Vlogmas or Leader or whatever it is. They'll do a few days of it and then they'll have an off day or two days or something like that and think, oh, forget it then. And I think that's the thing is just like get back into the challenge if you ever do sort of miss a day or something like that. Uh, it's not about, uh, not, about, not about necessarily completing every single one if something else comes up. You know, we've got other things going on in our lives as well. It was a bit like with me with Cedar. Um, that was probably a little bit more extreme, but I did the first half of the month. Um, but then just like some other stuff came up that was a higher priority. So I ended up, you know, I didn't finish what I had set out to do. Uh, so but I didn't beat myself up over it because there's, you know, there was other priorities in my, my life at that point. But um, ordinarily, if I dropped off, then I would just sort of normally try and come back to a complete it and not feel, uh, not feel bad about the fact that you've missed a day or two. Well, when I did uh, um, Veda, well, was it Veda? <laughs> I don't know. April. It was something in April, um, maybe in 2020, 2021. 
Um, I made a Trello board, y'all know. <laughs> and uh, it, <laughs> I made a Trello board and it took me till December to do them. Um, seriously, <laughs> because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to come out the gate doing just weird rando stuff. So yes, I fell off the, I fell off the wagon, but I continued. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm supposed to do this next. And so you're right, Rich. It's about getting back on the horse and say, doing the next thing. And I, I created the same situation for myself for this, for this month. However, I'm creating so much content right now <laughs> that I'm not even focused on 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 Vlogmas. I'm focused on all the other content that I'm creating, but the thing that I'm learning about myself is that if challenged, I can produce. It is exhausting. Let me tell you, I took a power nap today. Don't tell my boss. I took a power nap today and it was amazing, but I just want to go to sleep. I just, I just want to go to sleep because I'm exhausted. And, you know, I, I liken this to like drinking water from a fire hose. It's a lot. And now it's, you know, I just developed the skill. I'm like, all right, you can do it. And then see where this goes. The, the, the best part for me is going back retrospectively and seeing, okay, this habit was built. This is where that led and, you know, just just pulling back the veil a little bit, just looking and it's like, OK, I did learn something. This came from that and I could connect the dots and see, OK, yes, I can do this again because I learned something. I learned something about myself. I learned something about what can happen if you put yourself out there. Yeah, I just it's it's just it's a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. But yeah, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. I get that. When you guys brought up ship for 30 for 30, that reminded me about something that made that experience powerful for me. And I want to ask you guys, if you've built anything like this into your own challenges, they gamified several of the, the things. And if you posted on a particular day and you shared that you got a badge and you were then entered into a contest. And then if you went and you watched this live stream that was part of the curriculum, and then you responded in the comments, you got another badge and that entered you to, into another contest. And there were these extrinsic rewards. And so like Dina, when you mentioned earlier that you weren't doing it because you didn't want, it wasn't about getting that external validation. Did you build anything into the, into the process, some kind of rewards or some kind of like anything to reward yourself for doing to, to undertaking vlogmas and, and doing all that work. Was that a piece of the puzzle for you at all? Not directly. No. Um, but I think every few days the Amazon truck was here with something new. <laughs> <laughs> so you rewarded yourself with gas. Your <laughs> <laughs> exactly. acquisition syndrome is quite real. Um, but what was cool about that was I didn't start with this list of I must have these things before I can start streaming. It was, okay, that didn't work so well. What would help? So I, I still feel like, all right, it was it was still really, really valuable because I was able to take last night's failure and go to Amazon and see what I needed to to make it better. Or to avoid it, you know, because really, I, what did I start with? I had 
I think I had one camera at the time and I was using my phone for the secondary shot and, you know, it just kept building out from there. Maybe I had something else, but, but really it was, there was not a lot happening here in terms of, of a planned studio. So that was the, the gamification for me was I got to build a studio out of it. Very oh my cool. goodness. You could go back and repurpose that and like, the behind the scenes version of what really happened. <laughs> it's like build a studio with me while I try to figure out Vlogmas. <laughs> I have a video of uh, before it was a studio in this kitchen and it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> before you had glorious. cables running all over the floors and yeah. Before you couldn't open the refrigerator all the way because it hits the camera and screws everything up. Yeah. Oh, no. But I digress. It was interesting because pro I guess, so if I count properly, it was just over two months ago that I did my 92nd What Up Wednesday live stream. So I've done other live streams that were interviews with, with people in the in the field hockey community I obviously did some produced videos and things like that. I've done a whole bunch of watch parties, but the Wednesday show has turned into sort of my anchor and it's my big touch point with my community. It's where I am, I think the most discoverable now because people are starting to Google and look for answers to particular questions. They're finding me and they're going, wow, I had no idea you existed. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm right here. And when I got to 92, because we all know that I have a thing about the 92, you know, I, I wore my 92 shirt and I pressed the stream deck button and hit confetti all over myself. And I celebrated that thing. And I had my hundredth show last week and I was like, yeah, it's a hundred. I don't care. But at the same time, you know, there's a little bit, obviously the tradition for other people that a hundred is a big deal. People in my community were congratulating things like that. And it was just sort of nice. I think the reward for me was to be able to reflect that, wow, I actually have done a lot of live streams. This is a lot of shows and that particular show and the way it's evolved and the way it's now consistent, the way that I keep improving it little bits week after week, I, that brings me a lot of joy, a lot of satisfaction. And I don't actually need to drink a really nice bottle of wine to celebrate that thing. Cause just the, the thing in, in itself is celebratory for me, if that makes any sense. So that's, that's, that's one of the things I was wondering, maybe that felt the same for you guys at any point during your challenges or anything like that. You're like, damn, I'm good. There. Look at you over there building habits. I know. Right. And that, that was, well, that was still a lot, but that was one a week doing right. more than that. As I tried to do during the panini was like, insanity producing for me. It was really, really difficult. And, and it was hard for my community too. They were like, Healy, whoa, enough of you already. We want to watch you stop putting out so much damn content. We can't keep up. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, you're the boss of me. So I'll do exactly what you say. And the, yeah. the one a week seems to be just a really nice touch point um, for that. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's my habit. If And there are weeks sometimes where I don't want to go live and I feel like I don't have any material. It's Tuesday. Dina knows. Like every Tuesday night we're talking because I want to do something other than plan my show. 
And it's a, I am such a good procrastinator. It's amazing. And I'm like, is this the week that I'm not going to go live? Is this the week? And then I end up showing up and I'm glad I did it. And if I, and I'm taking plan time off over the holidays, but it's going to be weird. I'm not going to like it because I'm going to feel like I've quit or I'm not showing up. So you're right. It is absolutely an ingrained habit that way. So, so you have yay. the same habit every Thursday. And so even on Thanksgiving, I had a recorded thing that went up at the same time, even though probably nobody watched it at that time. I did, but you know, but it was there and I didn't miss yeah. a week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I go on Thursdays and I was actually walking out the door to go to family and went, Oh, I don't have anything planned for today. What am I going to do? I mean, I had nothing and I was walking out the door and I decided, oh, well, I guess we're going to, it was probably before I was walking out the door because I was getting ready to go. But uh, I ended up doing a day of Instagram stories and took, took people through the day with me. So um, yeah, yeah. You, you start to feel like, oh, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. How can I achieve this in some creative way? It was amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, it was fun. So, so that was the other thing is, is I got to find a different way to do the thing that I do. And, and that would be the thing that, that if I was to do another challenge, it would be, okay, what am I going to learn from this? What, what was the point? Um, this summer, I walked out of one of our sessions and said, you know what? I got to go make a video. I made my first reel. And at that point I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go for a month and see what it does. It turned into a kind of thing. I don't think I hit every single day, but it was darn close. And now I'm fairly regular with it. And I'm not, um, let me rephrase that. I am more familiar with reels and the culture of reels now. So that was the learning there. Awesome. Any more, th any thoughts on that, Alec? Are you, uh, <laughs> how have, how have you had felt any rewards other than, you know, what you've already said? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It is the reward of doing it, to be honest, for me and the result that I get out of, you know, forming the habit, learning the skill or whatever it is. I don't sort of say, oh, if I do this, then I'll, I'll buy myself a little cupcake or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, there's, uh, there's, it, it's just the reward of actually doing it. So I'm not one for, uh, yeah, rewarding myself in that way. Um, so, but I do always take stock of where I am. There was a great phrase that I heard uh, just the other day, which was somebody says, always try to be nostalgic, uh, nostalgic for now. Because uh, too often people look back to, you know, something that was so great in the past, or they'll look forward to, oh, when we get this thing in the future, everything will be, you know, in this certain way. Uh, but just actually being very conscious of like living in the moment and being uh, appreciative of sort of where you are and what you're doing at any given time. So I, I thought that that was a great little, <laughs> little phrase, but um, yeah, that's, that's the way I view things. I just take stock of where I am and appreciate the, the growth. I get that out of journaling as well, though, to be honest. So, uh, with journaling every day, one of the things I do is sort of write down three wins for the day. Uh, but then also a big lesson, which is the opposite of a win, something that I've screwed up usually. Um, so have, being able to do that every day as well as a habit is great because you do then sort of take stock of growth you've had. And as part of my sort of journaling, on a monthly basis, I do sort of a monthly review. Um, and then I always look back in my journal from like the previous year and five years before and so on, uh, just to see like where my mind was at in that point. And I usually look back and sort of laugh at what an idiot I sounded <laughs> with thinking about, you know, my way of thinking back then. 
Um, but also it does give you that uh, that sort of uh, clarity on the growth that there has been in that time. So uh, yeah, it's just an ongoing thing for me rather than any specific reward. Well, now we're on the topic of time and talking about the past and the present. What about the future? Now, Michelle, I'm not even going to ask you necessarily because like you are so like neck deep in alligators right now. Uh, there's probably a phrase that goes around that, but y- you're in this vlogmas, you're, you're getting ready to roll out your big course. We know how hard you've been working and it's yeah, su- super incredible. So you're excused from this question if you want to be, but do you have the rest of you, any challenges that you are thinking about trying next? What's coming for you in 2023 in that regard, if anything, and if nothing, why not <laughs> explain to me? I started more of a habit than a challenge. I've I've taken to writing down one line, one sentence every day of a breadcrumb for a story. So what was the story of the day? And I'm three days in, four. Good for you. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'd forgotten because it's just, you know, become a thing. Take your meds, write your story, feed the dogs. (laughs) Take your meds. Yeah. And you're doing the habit stacking thing. I'm a huge fan of that. Huge fan of stacking things up because I am so pulled in so many directions that I am not, I'm not good enough at remembering to do things, but I will find myself automatically doing things that I ordinarily do in a sequence. And so I'm trying to harness that power of absent-mindedness to absent-mindedly do the right things things that I want to do. So there's, you know, there's the whole setting up that condition for you. So I have my toothbrush with my meds. So I always take my medications with brushing my teeth at night. And then in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to brush my teeth in the morning because I definitely need to take my meds because I've got a headache. And, and it all, it all sort of ties together really, really nicely. So yeah, I really, I really like that. And I'm glad to hear, I'm, I'm interested to hear, you know, after a while, what what you decide to pull out of this one sentence a day thing because it sounds really cool. Yeah, it's um, it came from Story Weather or Story Worthy by Matthew Dix. It's um, yeah. it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And um, just for the record, I'm the kid that has a chore chart on the back door because I don't remember to do everything. So I actually have to give myself check marks. <laughs> yeah, full That's disclosure. Awesome. Yeah. Rich, what about you? Are you thinking about doing anything in 2023? Not challenge-wise per se, other than just getting more organized at, at the stuff and organizing the content and the repurposing and everything else. Um, I had a yeah. meeting with our friend Michelle earlier this week talking about building my Trello system, and I've got some ideas about how to set that up, and that's a part of it. We just put a new CRM in our skeleton of our company that's going to help us roll a little bit better and integrate and do a little bit more and serve our customers a little better. So that's, that's really what the focus has been on. Um, as far as next year, I've got a few trade shows I'm considering going to that. I haven't been anywhere and, you know, I haven't been anywhere in two or three years like everybody else. So, um, the, the whole year next year is pretty wide open as far as I haven't made any big commitments or anything like that, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Alec, what about you? Aside from, I- Completely fixing up your studio, which looked amazing before and now looks even more amazing. Your lighting is just <laughs> dope. 
So, you know, what, what's next? What are you going to try to do? Uh, well, you may remember I created this sort of content plan of uh, stuff that I was going to be posting on a regular basis. And I'm still in the process of getting that sort of embedded as a habit because I've been just focused on getting all of my uh, my live streaming backstage podcast recordings done. So I recorded the last one yesterday uh, or last one of this season, if you want. It's not a season because it's just going to continue, but I, I basically don't have to record anymore till February now. So it means that I've got this next two months. And that was kind of planned that this next sort of two months are for me creating uh, the other content so that I can have basically uh, three months up front to be able to be just all automated to be going out uh, so that I'm creating this this sort of buffer. Um, and so that's really kind of the next challenge is to have it so that this automated system for the whole of next year is just going out. It's obviously not automated. I've still got to make the content, but doing the thing of batching and having this consistency because uh, I've, I don't feel that I've been consistent on my channel uh, really since September of last year. <laughs> so um, in terms of like the, the things going out at the pace that I wanted, I've certainly been putting a lot of stuff out, but for me, it's just not felt in that balance. I kind of had a regroup and a refocus uh two months, three months ago, something like that. Um, and, you know, figured out that I needed to put some more structure to it. So that's when I created that plan. And now I'm just in the process of just trying to get all of those different pieces in place. Um, and uh, yeah, the the video content for the channel and the short form content is other ones that I'm going to be working on, certainly for the rest of this month and then uh, through January, as well as other courses and things like that. So it's just personal challenges for me, really. Having de- designed the plan, now implementing it and challenging myself to do that consistently. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, uh, challenged <laughs> with batching. Um, I started doing that this month with Blogmas, and it, I really like how that works. And so I'm just kind of watching how you do what you do. And I really like how that works because if I can get a whole bunch of stuff done, it frees up more time to be able to create more. So uh, that's going to be part of my plan too, is figuring out what my process is for that. Um, And then, you know, seeing where it goes from there. Kiels, what do you got going on? I think the challenge that I've put upon myself, the habit I'm trying to build is to always have an offer. And it kind of feels a little weird to say that or uncomfortable because I hate selling more than most people uh, and everybody hates selling. But I've, I've realized that with all the content and all the value that I put out there, I'm really not serving my community to the best that I could be because I'm not giving them an organized presentation of all the things that they can learn from me. And I, I keep, I get frustrated when I hear questions back and I'm like, Oh, but I talked about that in that video It was 15 weeks ago. It's right here. Like, what's your problem? And I mean, that's dumb. That, that is such a ridiculous way to respond to, Oh, clearly people have the same question. And if I give that information to them in a nice, organized, coherent package that they say, oh, if I want to learn more about positioning, there's a course that Keely does on positioning. Bang, I can go to that thing. So I have been, I did a pre-launch for the little intensive that I launched on the 15th of this month. And then I'm like, oh, it's been two weeks. It's time for me to pre-launch the next one. Because I've been saying, all right, the, the 
positioning course is out. The positioning course is out. Okay. That's two weeks in a row. I got to start talking about something different. So I pre-launched another course today <laughs> and somebody said to me, okay, I need it for this weekend. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh, it's not going to be ready till January, I, whatever the date was, 12th. I said, don't ask for it. And I'm not doing it. I can't do it in the next three days, but it will be ready by then. And this is the habit that I'm building of, okay, I can do better with serving my community and I need to feel more comfortable in, in packaging this up, putting a product together, selling it to you know my community and responding to what their response is to it because something might fall flat on its face and I have to I have to take that on the chin and be ready to move on with the next one. So that's a practice that I've been building. And I'm I just was kind of thinking about it as we were talking and I was like, oh that is a good one. I'm I'm pleased with that. And so I need to push that through in 2023. I just think it's really cool that we all have such different sort of experiences and perspectives on that. And you know it it's it's been about either skill acquisition as you know rich was talking about studio building as dina was talking about business building for michelle um habit building really for alec and for me um getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and doing that regularly and pushing through any of my own um self-doubts and anxieties and doing the things, eating those big frogs, whatever, whatever cliche you want to use. And any one of those motivations or all of them are great ways to, uh, to improve and great reasons to take on challenges. So hopefully you've all been inspired to try something out on your own for whatever reason suits you in this time in your creator journey. So there you go. Thanks for joining in today. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you'd tell a friend about it and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, and me, Alec Johnson. <laughs> I am so challenged about challenges now.